Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. For today's episode, we're going to have some therapy today, I think. It's going to like... Be real today. Kick up your feet. Lay down. Get a glass of wine. Get some coffee. Sit on the sofa. Whatever it is that you want to do. Because today we're talking about that feeling of intense overwhelm. That anxious feeling of looking at what we have to do and avoiding it in the different ways that we like to avoid things because we're afraid of the big fat failure, because we're afraid of success, because planning is more fun than actually doing. We've been hearing from a lot of you lately that this is a really big piece and why you can't move forward in your business. So we thought we'd give our two cents on the matter and let you know how we used to think about these exact same things in our business and some of the ways that we avoid these feelings and and what we do differently. Yeah. I think when I was uncomfortable in the way we operated, I mean, even in the way I operated before even meeting Emily, I tended to mask my insecurities and mask my, you know, not wanting to do things with planning and more planning and more organizing and more buying cute stationery and pins. If you know me, this is like legit a medical issue. Like, (laughs) (laughs) like I just organized and like, that was my way of covering up not getting to work. And I know some of you do this too, where you tend to love the process of getting everything in a row. You like organizing your files and, you know, putting everything in Dropbox the right way and getting Trello all set up. And then you spend so much time working on that. You never get to work. Mm-hmm. And I would avoid that feeling of overwhelm by just not doing anything. I would plan it enough to where I knew what I was supposed to be doing. But if I took a look at my to-dos and either was like, oh, that's way too much stuff for me to accomplish today. So I'm not going to do anything. Or honestly, it was when I was working with clients one-on-one where I felt like eh, I'm not in the mindset to do a good job today. So I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to Netflix. I'm going to go browse Target. I'm going to go grocery shopping. I'm going to, you know, do anything else, but do this thing. And it either stemmed from, I really don't think that I can accomplish it all today. Or it mostly came from, I really don't think I can do a good job at that thing 
So I'm just not going to do it at all. And for me, I think it was a lot of not really enjoying the work I was doing anymore, Mm -hmm. which was awful. I mean, I was trained as a designer. I was a creative. Like the fact that I was avoiding design like kind of hit me in the gut. Like, why would I hate doing this thing that I love? Like, that doesn't make any sense at all. But sometimes you get into business doing this thing that makes you really happy. But then all of a sudden, once it's your business, you start resenting it and you start like falling out of love with it or something. And I just liked it less and less and less. But I found my happy place was really in helping people. And I had to finally, you know, have that gut check where it was like, okay, well, if I'm unhappy with where I'm at now, and this is not working, and I'm literally avoiding doing my job, which Mm -hmm. I don't get paid unless I do my job. Mm -hmm. I need to change what I'm doing. And so if you are in a place where you don't like what you're doing anymore, whether you've been doing it for two weeks or two years Mm -hmm. or 10 years, I mean, maybe something needs to change. It might be something small. It might just be you hate this one aspect of this one thing. But if you're avoiding your job, which you created for yourself, (laughs) then like, let's fix that. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of the avoidance for at least a lot of our people isn't necessarily because they don't like doing it, but it's because they're so afraid of missing a piece or making a mistake at one of the steps or not knowing what they're doing is quote right, that they don't do anything at all. Mm -hmm. And I just want to put a PSA out there for all of you guys. Like, The same hand that you don't have a boss that's telling you what to do, so you're missing some of that guidance and framework. The other side of that is you don't have someone telling you what to do. You are the only one that gets to decide if you forgot a step or if you missed a piece or if you did this piece half-assed and this one really great. Like You are the only one who knows that. I think that so many of us picture our clients and our customers and our audience analyzing every move we make and feeling like they're keeping a tally when we miss a step or when we mess up or when we do something wrong. So true. Trust me, that is not the case at all. If you don't have the time to do that for people who you look up to in the industry, then why would anyone have time to do that for you? Yeah. Reality check. No one cares (laughs) (laughs) in the best way no one gives a shit in the best way yeah like i mean thank god because if they did like we'd all be shit up a creek by now i think but you know they don't care and so you need to not be so dang hard on yourself all the time i think the tendency to, you know, overthink things is there. And you create these lists because you're, like you said, like so scared you're going to forget a step where if you just created a process and a workflow 
mm-hmm. that you went to time and a time and again, that all of a sudden you wouldn't have to worry. Like I remember when we first started doing webinars, I would be up in the middle of the night, the night before scared to death that like the email wasn't going to work or that we had forgotten part of how to set something up. And the moment we created a process for it, and even if we like failed to use the checklist, it allowed us to like have the other person go check our work. Essentially, they could run through the list really quickly and see, oh, this piece isn't connected to this piece or, oh, you need to flip this trigger or whatever. And we could run through all of the steps in literally 15 minutes that we would spend hours upon hours stressing about before. Well, and here's the thing about that. And I get there's like just different personality traits of everyone being in business. And and we definitely have these in it on the different spectrum. But if you miss a step, especially in the webinar process, whatever, right? Like someone might not get the thank you page. Someone might not get put on the right sequence. Someone might not get the reminder email on time. Who cares? Like your business is not going to fall apart if that one piece gets broken this one time. Do what you can to correct it, make note of it and fix it. Like don't keep making the same mistakes every time. And I want you to care that those things are done properly, but no one is going to just get online and point fingers and laugh at you for not getting all of those subscribers in the right spot. Like they don't even know where they're supposed to be. You can move them around and you can figure it out. The whole world is not going to crash and burn. I think that was the biggest thing I had to learn was that we weren't going to crush our business over one small mistake or one misstep. Like if we... This is really funny, actually. Emily's husband used to like text us if we misspelled a word in an Instagram post. And it was like, it was like a life and death situation. Like this word must be edited right now. And if you do to him. Yes. And we're like, who cares? Who cares? Who cares? You guys probably didn't even notice because you're reading so fast. Or you, if you read my caption, I would be surprised. <laughs> right, right. Like my misspell isn't going to like cure someone of cancer or me spelling it right isn't going to heal someone. Like we are all humans. And at the end of the day, like I just don't give a shit. If I misspelled it, who cares? Like my energy is spent so much better somewhere else than worrying about like being frazzled about going in there and changing that thing right then and there. Like if you want to fix it, great. I'm going to be honest with you, nine times out of 10, I just leave it. Like I, I just it. leave it. I fix it. Because I don't care no. because I can make more money doing something else yeah. than going through and fixing it. No, that's, that's so true. I mean, If we were in a different industry, there might be consequences. Like if you were a brain surgeon and you were off an eighth of an inch in Uh somebody's brain. That sucks. Don't do that. There's consequences for that. (laughs) If you were sending a rocket ship to the moon, if you miscalculated. Yeah. 
that's that's a bad day. But I'm going to bring all of y'all down a notch. You are not brain surgeons and you are not rocket scientists. No. The work you're doing is not impactful in that sense. No. It's impactful just by you showing up. Yeah. That's the amazing thing. If you show up, you can make a difference. So just show up. That's all I'm asking. And not only show up, but do the work. I I think so many, I see so many people who be like, I have this idea and I have this idea and I have this checklist and I'm so ready and I have this list and my blah, blah, blah. I don't. They haven't done anything. They haven't done anything. Let me tell you this. This is my favorite new phrase. I'm going to say it all the time. So get ready. Ideas are great, but results are better. Yep. Yeah, even mediocre results. Yes. Even shitty results. I don't care what result you get. The fact that you got anything, anytime, anywhere, like that's better than an idea. I mean, ideas are awesome. Keep them, keep them coming. You need to, you need to have ideas to keep your business moving forward, but you have to be implementing. You have Mm -hmm. to be doing the work and you have to be moving forward. You can't be overanalyzing every little thing you do every day, or you are going to wear yourself out. And this is when focusing on one thing at a time seriously comes into play. I, I know we've said this over and over again, but it comes with every territory of your business. So you cannot master every social media platform within the first six months of being in business. You cannot master offering a passive income and a one-on-one product and a digital product and a physical product in the first year of being in business. You cannot master client experience and bookkeeping and your blogging and all of these things at the same time. You can absolutely master them, whatever that master level means to you, at some point in your business if you do them strategically and you focus on them with intention. But if you're trying still to this day to care about all of those areas right now, you're not doing a good job in any of those areas. You have to value your time. This is a quote from... Renee Dalio. I I don't even know who Renee is, but apparently she was on the Rising Tide Summit recently. So she's got to be a big deal, I'm sure. But I saw Uh this quote fly by my Instagram and I loved it. So value your time. If you don't, your clients and customers won't either. Yeah, it goes hand in hand with a quote we like to post all the time on Instagram of, if you don't prioritize your life, someone else will. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, they go hand in hand. If you don't put forward by not only saying, this is what I'm going to be doing today or this week or this month. And like, what, what is that plan? What is that action? What is the process? But if you don't follow that up with actually doing it, you're giving everyone else and everything else the space that you deserve. You have to spend some time on you. I mean, not only do you have to go out into this world and like do the work, but some of you all are working so hard, you forget to take care of yourself. If you have not, if I don't know what time it is when you're listening to this, but if you are forgetting to eat meals, if you are forgetting to bathe, if you are forgetting to, you know, take care of yourself, like exercise 
Okay, these are all things that we need to work on, Emily and I. But still, (laughs) if you aren't doing these things and you're putting your business before, you know, eating healthy and bathing. (laughs) Well, and there's a difference in, uh, let's clarify, there's a difference in just deciding flat out not to do them because you want to spend your time elsewhere, like hanging out with your kid or like cooking for your family so you don't shower, which is what I decided last night. I decided to cook a meal for my family instead of bathing. That's fine. But if you're literally so focused on getting something perfected to a certain degree that you're ignoring these things, that's a problem. Your health, both inside your body, inside your brain, and just your mind space is so vastly important for your work and for this world that it has to be front and center. Me spending a couple hours today at the coffee shop writing and getting work done there because I haven't been able to do that in months was crucial to my creativity and crucial to me getting three major things checked off on my to-do list today. If I hadn't driven there and taken the time out from not communicating with Abby, from not doing other things at home, those things wouldn't have gotten done. It took me making a decision on how can I get those things done better and forego the shower and forego the sleeping in and forego the other things in order for those to get done. At the end of the day, that makes me happier than spending that time elsewhere. You're like a whole new person today. I'm like so excited to meet. I know, right? Emily with like a on nanny. Fire today. <laughs> this, is, this is Emily day one with a nanny, by the way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... <sighs> I cried this morning. Uh, It's fine. It's just, it is what it is. (laughs) Oh, but no, seriously, we say this with the best, like, we say this because we know some of you are there. Like, we've Mm -hmm. been there too. Like, we've been at a place where I remember that I was so stressed out about every detail. I would stay up until 2 and 3 in the morning, and then I would get three hours of sleep, and then I would start and do this all over again. And if you do that for months on end, you are going to break. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a breakdown in some way, some mm-hmm. form or fashion, whether that be your business starts losing something. Maybe you start having relationship problems with your spouse. Maybe you start like putting on weight or like you have health issues. Like maybe you catch a cold. Like when Emily and I first met, do you know how often I was sick? Like with the cold, like I would have a sinus infection or a cold or a flu or something because I wasn't taking care of myself. Mm-hmm. And if you start just putting the priorities elsewhere, you will see so many things happen. Yeah. So a couple tactical things that you guys can take note of in your schedule for today and for this week and this month. A, are you putting just way too much shit on your plate? We know some of you who like to make a task for every minute little detail of what needs to happen. And while we tell you like get into the nitty gritty and like put a deadline on all the things, like there is a point where you're taking that too far because you're just wanting to plan every square inch of that task. And, and 
that just gets to be too much. You're spending hours making that list instead of just doing the work. So one tactic that I really encourage you to do is have your big picture board in Trello open, have that process or that launch or whatever it is that you're creating. And say you're like creating an opt-in, right, for your people. And you know that you're going to do this more than once. So you're wanting to keep track of the process of what it takes. While you're doing it, write a checklist of that thing as you do the steps. So you're not sitting here like having to ask yourself, well, what was that? And like trying to guess, like do it while you're doing the thing. And you're getting two tasks accomplished at the same time. You're creating the opt-in. And then you're creating the process for that opt-in. So next time you create an opt-in, you can just open that process and do the exact same thing. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get Get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. 
After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Yeah, I think you're trying to reinvent the wheel every time and you're yes. trying to re- remember every little step and you're like, did I remember to turn on this list or turn on this tag or tur- I mean, whatever. When right. you get it, especially when you get into tech stuff, yes. a lot of times it's a lot of small steps that aren't hard, yep. but it's a lot of things to remember. Well, and client stuff too, like sending the invoices and yeah. mailing the thing and like getting this thing signed. Like there's just so many tiny steps of that process that if those are swirling around in your brain all the time because you can't check them off, that's what's keeping you up at night. Yes. Uh, Sorry, Charlie. (laughs) Well, and I think another key to keeping that from making you overwhelmed is I think some of you tend to look at that giant to-do list all the time. Like you see all the processes all of the time. And so you're looking at the giant list every day and you're getting stressed out and inside Trello for business, we're specifically walking you through how to outline everything, but then how once your week starts, you need to be in my week and that's where you don't leave again until the next Uh Monday when you're copying stuff over. And sure, if you need to go reference something, reference something, but you should be looking at two to three tasks per day, mm-hmm. not a million and one to-dos. Because you're not going to get it all done if that's how you're constantly working. Yeah. And I encourage you to give yourself tiny, tiny milestones to reach until you build this up as a habit. So it, it obviously, you guys know, it takes doing something more than once to create the habit. Like that's not rocket science. So quit a beating yourself up by not having it perfected after the first time, because it's just not humanly possible. But we also tend to set like really, really big milestones for ourselves to reach. And you need to set this, like, I'm not talking about your goals. I'm not talking about the stuff that you're reaching in your business. I'm talking about productivity milestones. So like literally have a milestone that says only put three to four tasks on your day for this week. Like that's all that you're required to do. Do not put more than four tasks on your day every single day for this week and stick to that. Stick to that like glue and do it for one whole week and then do it for the next week and then do it for the next week until that starts to become a habit for you Mm -hmm. and then add on something else. Only spend 30 minutes, you know, creating this proposal to send to a client. Maybe it's taken you three hours before. So in order for you to only spend 30 minutes, create the process, create a template. Don't come at it with a blank page every time. And then literally time yourself. You get 30 minutes to do this thing. Squeeze it in. Do it. Make that just a habit every single time. Only add that one tiny milestone. Maybe it's a milestone of actually eating lunch. This is something we probably need to re-implement. We used we've to do been, this. We've implemented it before and it we've fell off. We've implemented it before and it fell off. But it was like literally put an alarm on our calendar to take a lunch break every single day and do it. I think it fell off when you, when Penelope became. Oh, for sure. And like, so what is, what is lunchtime? <laughs> so 
na- lunchtime is when you have a nanny and you can take a lunch. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Which I haven't done today. So well, start that tomorrow. I mean, <laughs> you're on day one. It's fine. We'll get there. <laughs> Habits take time to form. You've just told the people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Seriously, though, if you can really go into it with like, I know this sounds cheesy, but low expectations of yourself. Seriously, though. (laughs) But like, I think so often we put this task, whatever it is, on our calendar, and it's like, do this thing. But then this thing, whatever it is, is like, jai freaking enormous. And it's not actually something you can like check off 30 minutes later and if it's not something you can check off 30 minutes later then you need to break it up even smaller and I still catch myself doing this so like we'll say write launch emails okay really (laughs) write launch emails come on what is that and so we have to go through and we have to write down a checklist and come up with what they are And then sometimes life happens and you just got to move it to the next day because you didn't get all 15 done. Shocker there. (laughs) (laughs) Although don't have a 15 email launch. Don't do that. That For the love of God, please do not do that. (laughs) (laughs) But just because, you know, for instance, on those launch emails, we change up that strategy every time. Do we know that we're going to send emails? Yes. Do we know we're for sure going to send a replay email and like a reminder to come email and like, you know, if especially for offering something like, hey, this cart is closing email. Those are typically the same. But for every, you know, launch, we might try, you know, 10 emails and then three emails and six emails and then four emails. So we can't necessarily keep that process the same every time. But we know now what works. We have a card that says that launch emails. And then we have the checklist within that card that says what the emails are and when they're going out. And then it's assigned to me or Abby. And then we just drag that checklist every day until that launch is done. And that's how how it works for us. It might work for you in a different way, but we know that that's how we're going to tackle that specific type of task every time it comes up. And that's okay. Okay, just a side note on that. Okay, I think it's so funny. Recently, so we're in the middle of, we just finished a launch and we are in an intensive. So we are like in the middle of working with students inside of one of our programs. And so I'm getting this really good insider feedback on how people are using things. So a lot of these people are in Trello right now, which is a lot of what we're talking about. We're talking about systems. We're talking about productivity. I think so many of you get caught up in trying to do something exactly yes. like someone else does it. Yes. When, when I would rather you figure out what works for you. Yep. Spend some time, you know, if you're in trouble for business and you go through that program, which like a thousand plus of you are now, I think it's over 1100. Yeah. So, If you're in there and you're going through the classes and you're like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to follow this process. If you get stuck, like, sure, you can ask us for help. Like, obviously, we're going to help you. But I think a lot of you are like, okay, I have to do it exactly like Abigail and Emily does it. Mm -hmm. And 
I really don't care how you use the program. We're trying to get you started and we're trying to get you like on your way, mm-hmm. but just figure out what works for you in your business. If dragging something to the next day is like the worst plan in the world, don't do that. Just don't. Yeah. Like yeah. if you need to have it done in a race and off your thing, then make a, a new card for every task that would be in normally in a checklist mm-hmm. and then put those on certain days. If you have to color code the shit out of all of your stuff so your brain can understand what it is at first glance, do that. We use color codes in a different way since we're a team and and we have other people on our boards. We use them per people type of task, but or give it to like some specific launches. But like if you got a color code, just categories, do that. Like if you want to drag and drop every single item in your shop inside Trello to keep track of your inventory, do that. Like there are ways that we have it that are just opening the doors for you to see the bigger picture on what it can do. But I really encourage you to sit and gut check with yourself. What would make this task easier? If I had all the information laid out, what would I want it to look like? And how would I want to, you know, mess with that information and move it around and then do that? Like, as creative brains work differently, Trello can work differently for you. You just have to get there. Well, and I've I've seen other people say this, and I can say we were for sure in this situation. Before pre-Trello, we would try an organization system. We would invest some time trying to start implementing it. And then we never used it long enough to actually see results from it. Like we yes. would ne- like it wouldn't start becoming habit. It wouldn't start seeing like it wouldn't become second nature in our mm-hmm. business. Trello is literally the only thing that's ever done that for us. And we've used it for a long enough period of time that now it's like like we didn't have to invest any money. We invested time, but like now we've invested so much time that we're seeing the time back. Like it's yes. giving back to us. Mm-hmm. And previously we just kept investing, investing, investing mm-hmm. time in other systems. And they were never giving the time back to us because we never stuck with the system long enough. Well, I will tell you, regardless of what the system is, Trello or otherwise, you got to stick with the system long enough mm-hmm. To mm-hmm. see the return on investment, whether that's Absolutely. time or money or whatever, you got to put the energy in up front, but it will reward you later. And spoiler alert, this is true with anything in your business, not just project management, yes. time management. If you're not sticking with a social media for long enough or blogging for long enough or what the frick ever for long enough, you're going to easily convince yourself that that thing doesn't work for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you what, you can make any strategy work for your business if you give it intention, period. Enough time. That's just how this works. Enough effort and it will start paying back. I promise. Yep. And so that means that 
once you start to pick something and just freaking stick with it, if you need to absolutely stick with how we show you how to do it, like in Trello for Business, do that. Give it a week, give it a month and, and like follow it to the T. And then you're going to start to see areas that you could pivot or you could change and make it work differently for your own business and just pick one area to implement differently and see if it actually makes a difference. See if it saved you more time, see if it made that process go faster, easier, smoother, whatever. But you have to just create that routine of productivity by doing the thing over and over and over again. And I think the biggest takeaway from all of this, and I know we're talking with a lot of people, like, because you're a lot like us and I get it, but it's a lot of you who are dealing with a lot of anxiety a lot of second guessing, a lot of that stinking imposter syndrome, a lot of that fear of failure. Oh yeah. And I get it. I I so get it. But I'm telling you the other side of this is so much brighter. The other side of you just doing the damn work, the other side of you just taking a leap of faith and trying something new and just putting it out there when it's good enough and then doing it again and making tiny changes here and there, you're going to be so much freer once you just start putting stuff out there. Trust me. Yeah, I think a lot of people, we just start living in this world where we want instant results, instant Mm -hmm. gratification. I mean, you just get spoiled with your smartphone and the internet and just like just the way society works. But business hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. Business still takes time and it still takes effort. I've been so surprised. It doesn't matter how hard you work. It doesn't matter if you put in a million hours, whatever. There comes a tipping point where you literally could, it doesn't matter how much more effort you put in, you just need time on your side to start Mm -hmm. seeing the results. Like you can't, throw anything else at it. You just have to wait your turn. I'm not saying wait your turn as in like, well, one day you'll see success. That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying the more mature your business is, the longer you go in business, like we, we want to see results in a month or two months or three months. But I mean, we've only been in a year and a half. I can't even imagine what it's going to be like when we get to five years, 10 years, 15 mm-hmm. years, what our business is going to be. I'm not, I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. The changes we've seen in just this short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I know how much time helps because you change, you go through things, you witness things, the world changes, and you just have to like relax a little bit and live your life and let this happen, work your butt off, but also just don't like always be looking for the next best thing. Like it will happen. You just have to give it some space. Yeah. You have to give your business a chance to reward you for all the hard work that you're putting into it right now. And a lot of us don't do that. A lot of us pivot so much and scrap ideas so quickly before giving them time to even grow that, yeah, that's when it's super easy to convince yourself that you're not good at what you're doing. 
But if you just stick with it and if you pivot intentionally, I'm not saying you have to keep doing the same business forever because Lord knows we haven't, but we've stuck to a lot of our core values and a lot of how we want to do business. And we've stuck with when we want to work and how hard we want to work and not going in debt for our business. We've stuck to those things because they were very, very important for us. And I'm telling you, when it pays off and when it rewards you, it feels pretty good. It does. I mean, I, I want I, you to feel that. <laughs> I've never been happier, really, truly. And I, I mean, I've never enjoyed what I do more. I've never enjoyed my job more. I've never worked this little. Mm-hmm. And I'm seeing more results because. I we put in the work a year ago that's starting to pay now. So we're yeah. able to kind of take a step back. Yeah. And that's awesome. So if you start seeing seeing results 6 months, 8 months, a year and a half later, like that's okay. Mhm. That's just how that cookie crumbles, baby cakes. Baby cakes. Baby cakes. <laughs> But I will I will leave you that with this before we go into talk strategy to me. This is another good quote. I don't know why I'm at, like all about the quotes today, but I, <laughs> I saw this one on Instagram too, and I thought it was pretty great. I cannot give you a formula for success, but I can give you the formula for failure, which is try to please everybody. And Herbert Swope said that, by the way. Oh snap! No, seriously. I think so. I mean, we talk about if you try to talk to everybody, you ain't talking to nobody, whatever the saying is, Marie Forleo says. And it's so true. But this goes for you and your business, too. And I think you are constantly in try to please mode with everything in your life, not just your business. You're trying to please your spouse or your friends or your children or you know, the nonprofit you volunteered for or whatever. And you were spreading yourself so thin. And if you could just take some time to like step back and just focus a little bit and work a little less and enjoy your life a little bit more, A, you're going to be happier. Mm -hmm. B, you're actually going to see more results because you're going to be putting in more effort in the less time you're working life is just better when you work that way. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, so let's head into talk strategy to me and give some action steps. I think that y'all can start doing this week. So I really want you to pay attention to the give yourself small milestones to reach. Mm-hmm. So just pick one productivity hack to do this week. If you have to pick to do the same one for 30 days, do that. Like you do you. I really encourage you to pick the one that's going to free up your day-to-day. So like really, really pick tasks that are going to make the biggest influence. So sticking to just three to four tasks every single day and just pick that. Just try that. Don't try to do processes. Don't try to do workflows. Don't try to do checklists. Don't try to do anything else. But that thing for at least a week before you add on something else. Yeah. And something else to try this week is to step away at a like certain time, give yourself a cutoff time 
Like, I'm going to stop checking emails. I'm going to walk away from my computer. I'm going to spend more time with my family at blank time. What time is that? And you have to hold yourself accountable to that. Please. Yeah. And then my last thing is when you find yourself making the processes and the plans, I want you to try to stick with a good set amount of time. Like I don't, I don't know what processes you're making. So I don't know if it's going to take you 30 minutes to do it, but it shouldn't take you all day. It shouldn't take you hours to do one process. You need to plan the thing and then walk away from it and just leave it. Good is good enough. Even when it comes to your plans for doing something in your business. Okay. Heck to the yes. I hope this made you feel a little bit better. We're all human. We're all here for you. And heck, if you need some hand-holding, if you just need a shoulder to cry on, or if you just want to talk smack on how awful we are, you can head over to... <laughs> Please don't do that. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Head over to thinkcreativecollective.com slash community and join our free Facebook group. I think this would be a great opportunity to talk about some of those things that might be holding you back and how we can all work together to be better together. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.